Yeah, welcome, folks, to another edition of Higher Ground. Friday, the 18th of March. Chris Warren with you for the next few hours. Yep, we are here right up until midnight. Don't be a stranger. Be a part of the show here on your late-night league lounge. You know the drill, or at least you should know it by now. Pull up a stool, grab yourself a drink, make yourself nice and comfortable, and join the conversation. But the deal, as always, is this. You've got to give me something either on the open line or via text. The open line, as always, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, 1170 or on the text line 0457 736 736. So the deal is this. Get on the open line or shoot me a text and I will shout you a drink. Bunnies fans like to hear from you after your uh, nail-biting loss to Melbourne Storm last night um, and also earlier tonight, uh, the Panthers, they held on against a real gritty and determined and gutsy St. George Illawarra side. 20-16, to 16, the full-time score there at Cogra. Love to hear from Dragons fans as well. And Penny Panthers, you're 2-0. Um, Bunnies fans, sadly for you, you're 0-2. And, and the other match still being played as we speak. Manly, who were, uh, well, pretty much toweled up in round one by Penrith. Doesn't get any easier for them, does it? Uh, they are up against the Roosters. Uh, at the SCG, uh, the Chooks themselves uh, losing in round one. So both of uh, those teams, round one losers. Feel free to join the conversation. Uh, particularly love to hear from uh, you Bunnies fans, Dragons fans as well. And, uh, well, Manly, you can chime in to the conversation as well. So that is the deal. Jump on the open line, send me a text, and I will shout you a drink. The bar is now open. It is my shout. Text or call, and I'll fill your glass. Yeah, back and forth. Let's get down to it. Let's get down to it. So just uh, recapping then, uh, rewinding 24 hours or, or not even, uh, Melbourne Storm 15, South Sydney 14 at Amy Park. And uh, what a game it was. In fact, what I'd uh, love to throw out there too to our listeners, um, and you've probably got a better memory than I have, uh, some great finishes, some all-time great finishes in NRL. Okay, leave Origin out of it for now. Just the NRL matches, some of the all-time great finishes. Send me through your thoughts, and I'll see if we can maybe dig out some of the commentary from uh, those. I do recall, and uh, what year was it? But a Warren Smith commentary, uh, you can take me now. Uh, that will certainly be one of them. Melbourne Storm, 15, South Sydney, 14, Amy Park, and uh, Craig Bellamy, uh, he's, well, it marks a big occasion for him. Just the fourth coach to reach the 500-game uh, mark as a coach. And his boys did the job for him only just. 14-0 they led, didn't they? The Storm after 25 minutes. Um, and then 14-0 uh, with about 12 minutes to play. Then South Sydney decided to click into gear. Melbourne Storm scorer Xavier Coates, Ryan Pappenhausen and Cam Munster. Uh, Tepai Moaroa, Justin Olam, they both spent 10 in the bin in the second half. So that played a big role in the Bunnies' resurgence in the back 40. Uh, they stormed back into the contest. As I say, three tries um, in 10 minutes. Alex Johnston, Jackson Paulo and Campbell Graham. Latrell uh, missed all three conversion attempts. 
Uh, there's another. I can hear you now. Adam Reynolds would have got them. Well, bad luck. He's gone. Let's not even talk about it. Um, and then Latrell, though, he stepped up when it mattered most. That booming, um, booming 45-plus two-point drop goal. Uh, and how sweet was it? It just left the boot. It was never missing. I reckon he already turned his back on the ball. It had gone all of 10 or 20 metres off the boot, and he knew it was going over the crossbar, over the black dot. Uh, forced the game into Golden Point. Ryan Pappenhausen, though, he didn't need uh, two ch- two chances. He nailed it in one. He had a rushing uh, defender at him, stepped around him off the right, and then went bang, and over she goes. So, as I say, Craig Bellamy, he celebrates game 500 with a win. I thought it was really nice post-match to um, Billy Slater. Uh, he said some really nice things about his, his former coach. So, too, did Cam Smith. We might even um, replay a bit of that too in the next hour or so. So as I say, Craig Bellamy becomes the fourth man in premiership history to coach 500 games behind only Wayne Bennett, 890, or and counting when he joins the Dolphins. Uh, Tim Sheens, who was on uh, our program uh, this afternoon, our station at least. We might replay what Sheens he had to say too. I, I was quite interested. It was a good Im- interview uh, with Joel uh, earlier on today, Timmy Sheen. So he's on 669 uh, and Brian Smith, 601. Uh, but poor old Bunnies, though, uh, they have lost all 18 games now, played in Melbourne, including 11 at Amy Park. Quite a jinx, isn't it? Earlier on tonight, 20 points to 16. Uh, the Panthers, they hold on to beat a gallant Dragons team, 20 points to 16. Uh, 20 points to six, uh, Penny Panthers led at half time, and they were held scoreless by the Dragons in the second half. Um, didn't help the Dragons' cause at all. Jaden Sewer was put in the bin first half. That was a, a late tackle, I think, high shot or late tackle on um, on Sullivan. Uh, and then Zach Lomax, second half, he was put in the bin as well. So that didn't help them. But they didn't give up the Dragons. They came storming home and uh, a real, another yeah, great finish. 20 points to 16, the final score there. And I'll bring you up to speed on the match uh, being played as we speak um, between Manly and the Roosters at the Sydney Cricket Ground. I'll be talking shortly. Um, he should still be awake uh, Friday night. I think he's having a quiet one tonight. Former Bunny centre Steve Maven, who does some really good work with Rabbitohs TV. Uh, having a chat to him very, very shortly. So South Sydney fans, you might want to particularly stick around for that. So we're here for three hours. Um, Come on. Yep, that's the way. Pull up a stool. Uh, Live studio audience, they haven't arrived just yet, but they're a bit late to the party. Let's make ourselves comfortable here. Me and uh, and the Irishman tonight. The Irishman is in the house as well. We'll be here right up until midnight. Again, that number, if you want to jump on the uh, the Al Capone and have your say, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, or the text line, 0457-736-736. As I say, the bar is now open. Yes, indeed. Evening, folks. Great to have your company. How are you doing? How are you doing? Friday night, uh, I guess for most of you, it's uh, it's weekend, start of the weekend time, and, and pretty much for all of us, well, we're, we're smack bang in the middle of round two in the NRL. Uh, great to have you with us up until midnight tonight. It was only till 11 last week, and they thought, well, you know, we did such a good job, and there were so many, so many damn listeners out there and, and interaction. I mean, the 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 text line, the, the, the phone line was lighting up. 
I think it fused at one point. Such was the uh, the demand to get on the open line. Uh, live studio audience, I tell you what, you've been slow getting in here. Yeah, you're good. Okay. I was a bit worried earlier because normally, uh, normally, I guess it's a bit like some of those football stadiums. It's, it's, it's a little bit empty right until kickoff. And I looked over the left shoulder up there in the back corner. Uh, I don't know, snake, snake up there or not? I don't know, snake and Dingo, are they, are they, not, they must have been late to the party, have they? I was looking up there and there were a few empty seats or more than a few empty seats. And um, I was getting a bit worried. But now kickoff's here and it's like some of those stadiums, like ANZ Stadium, sometimes they, they, they come in very, very late. They're all up there now, which is good, which is really, really good. Oh, there. <laughs> I called for you about uh, 20 minutes ago. There, there he is again, goose. Sit down. Uh, bar is open. Uh, the deal, you know the deal. Um, reptile knows the deal. Can I have one, one of those sober ones if you get? Because I'm driving beautiful. Uh, reptile knows the deal. Uh, you uh, ring in or you send me a, a text, a valid text, you know, something that's got a bit of substance to it, and I'll shout you a drink. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Reptile, good evening to you, my friend, you lovely reptilian you. <laughs> that's a terrible line you've got. That's a terrible line you've got, Snake. Oh, that sounds a bit better. It sounds like you're in a bloody snake's cavern or something. Talk to me now. Well, well, Chris, I'd like to talk to you about the bunnies. Yeah. Mate, the, the mighty bunnies, everybody's wanting to kick the boots into them, mm. but I, I, I identify a couple of problems with the bunnies. Go for it. One of them is that centre, Jackson Paulo. He does, does not know how to play with, with Walker. He kept getting in his way. All night, and Cook needs to run first, yeah, and not try to pass. He, he he's running out, and he's got that all on two hands, head to the left, head to the right. Just needs to run. Yeah, I take your point with with Cookie uh, Reptile. Uh, by the way, uh, interrupting you, uh, my dear Reptilian, uh, twenty two points to nil at half time. Roosters over Manly. Manly getting absolutely towelled up. So uh, we'll keep you across this back forty with Damien Cook. And I agree, mate. If they if he could rewind to his form of a couple of years ago in Origin, uh, we haven't seen that for a while. In his defence, I will say this. He, too, is, I guess, adjusting to life without Adam Reynolds. Keep in mind that Reynolds has been there. It's been a constant voice, and he could almost know exactly where Adam is without even looking, blah, blah, blah. But you're right. Um, so he's adjusting to that. But you're right. A, a running but, but, Damien but, Cook is just but, so lethal. But, Chris, I'll say one thing. I think he got used to Reynolds and started the path. I think he was better before life with Reynolds. If you look at him at the Bulldogs when we signed him, I went, we just got ourselves another Isaac Luke. He ran and just threw off defenders. I was so excited. And then the, the year and a half that we had there before, he ran first and passed second. I think he, he started to learn to run second, mm. pass first. Yeah, good like, point. I think, look, I think Reynolds might have been the problem. And I actually like Lachlan Ilias. I think he is our next rep. Reynolds, I think he's the future. And I, I, I applaud Southland 
stop slipping the booty. Let's not worry about Reynolds. Yeah. Reynolds is gone. He's gone. All right. Well, I'll leave it there, Reptile. Thanks for calling in, champ. I appreciate that. It is a bit of a dodgy line. So uh, I know what it's like listening to interviews on radio when it is a bit of a dodgy line, and I sometimes uh, am forced to switch the station. Reptile, so thanks for calling in, mate. So don't, listeners, don't you uh, touch that dial. Stay with us here on SEN 1170, Higher Ground, with uh, with moi, Christophe. And uh, the Irishman's here too, introducing the Irishman for the first time this evening. How are you, Irish? Good. I'm also a South fan, so probably so, relieved last night more than anything. Mm, saved it till late, didn't they? I mean, it didn't help. Didn't help losing a couple. Um... Yeah, I actually um, on the Jackson Polo thing because there was probably like five times where they tried to do that tip on, and it just looked like that left center gets a bit easy to read, doesn't it? After a while. Well, that left center thing. I don't know what they were trying to do there, but there's two centers in second grade. I know it's very tempting to do. Oh, Mike. yes, 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 Wayne or Jack, which you prefer, Mass? <laughs> Jason, <laughs> But they're two very skilled centres. Listening the... up, Jason Demetriou. This is coming direct yeah. from the, the mouth of Irish. Go. Yeah, uh, Carapani is a bit young, mm-hmm. very raw. He's good. And Isaiah Tass, who was up at Brisbane last year, mm-hmm. he probably looks a bit more likely. He's playing on the right side for a New South Wales Cup, so I'm not sure if he's in. But two very skillful centres, and they are lacking a little so bit of So you're a South Sydney fan. Other South Bunnies fans listening in, please. You're hearing this from um, rookie wannabe coach <laughs> in waiting uh, Irish here yeah. at higher ground. He's suggesting wholesale changes to I'm the... I'm not uh, suggesting wholesale changes, Well, no, you're saying the, you, of... you want to make changes in the centres already. You want Paulo to be punted, basically. I like Paulo. He looks like he would run through a brick wall for you, but I just but, don't know what that's, that left centre. So he goes, does he? Paul Jackson, Paulo, gets punted. To the right wing. You're starting a p- petition to punt nah, Paulo. No, nah, no, nah. if he's If he's left centre next week against the Roosters, I'll uh, be very happy, but he All might... Right. Don't panic. I'm going to talk to Stevie Maven very shortly, actually. He's agreed to join us uh, around he about... he still got boots? <laughs> no, he, he's uh, he's on the wharfs these days. He's older than me, Steve. You could play. I can't play. <laughs> well, not with your shoulder. No, I'm no, I'm busted everywhere, mate. I'm, no, I'm gone. I'm being held together by bloody tape at the moment. Uh, Stevie, we'll ask him. If he's got boots and can come back, uh, we're going to talk to him very, very shortly. No, I, South Sydney fans, get in touch. 0457 736 736. You're two games in, two losses. Uh, lost to the Bronx last week. And uh, you weren't great last night, but you came back. You came back right at the death there. No uh, need to panic. No. But you have lost, and I, I harp on this again, and perhaps we, we sort of glossed over it a little bit. 22-0, Roosters over Manly, by the way. Uh, three minutes into the second half. Um, manly on the attack now, but you've just lost so much experience. Um, and not just the coach and Adam, but you've got Gagai gone too. Um, Sua, who played really well tonight, despite being put in the bin, he's at the Dragons. He's a big loss too. I think we probably forget about that a, yeah. a little bit. Never um, hurts to have more big bodies. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's only early days. I, I think, you know, I think you're going to be there at, at the business end. Well, if you can defend like that. I would come off the field last night. I'll be like, it can't get any worse than that. What about that? I'm just sorry talking about that. Uh, was that Tupo just a diffused a cross field kick? So big man on big man. You had Saab coming flying through the air, and Tupo uh, was it just leapt for the ball? I don't know if you saw earlier on the first half highlights of this match. Um, so I'll just bring our listeners up to speed on that before we go to the break as well. So four 
uh, four tries to nil. 22-nil at half time. Still is 22-nil. Uh, Roosters over Manly. Drew Hutchison um, scored the opener. Daniel Tupo, Nat Butcher, and Satili Tupanua. But they were just carving Manly up. Manly's right shot, the side defense, looked absolutely shot. Um, out of the corner of my eye, I, I saw the replay of the Hutchison try. And I don't think it was Sammy Walker. I think it was Sammy it was Walker. Sammy. It was yep. Sammy that laid that on. My yep. God. He just took a left foot step, straightened the attack up and inside ball to, to Hutchie and over. He goes, not our Hutchie, not our SEN's Hutchie. I don't think our Hutchie would be as quick as Drew Hutchie. No disrespect, Hutchie. 22-0 at halftime is the score right now. Four or make it five minutes gone in the second half. Come on, get involved. Uh, get involved and I will shout you a, a drink. Uh, Reptiles already joined us. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the open line. Um, I agree 100%. Uh, Paulo uh, pull, pull, uh, gone and Cook to the bench. Oh, Reptile. So Reptile's saying put Damien Cook on the bench. Well, he, got, he didn't get hooked last night, but had an early shower? said after the game that it wasn't No, it wasn't just the injury. Okay. Uh, Steve from Padstow. Good evening to you, CV boy. Uh, face it, South stuffed up big time, letting Renault go. Quite succinct to the point, and I think, uh, I think you are 100% right, uh, Stevie boy. Higher ground with me, Chris Warren. Irish is here as well. We'll keep you right across this match until its conclusion. Roosters 22, Manly nil. Earlier on tonight, Panthers 20 defeated the Dragons 16 at Cogra. And as we know, last night in Golden Point, an absolute epic, a cliffhanger. If ever there was a, a cliffhanger. Any cliffies out there? Cliffies, get in touch with us. I'd love to hear from a cliff, cliffy lines, or any cliffies. 15-14, uh, the storm over the Rabbitohs. And talking of cliff, cliffhangers, again, jog our memories here. Some of the the great finishes, you know, the grandstand finishes in NRL games over the years. Um, send yours through, and we'll try and dig out um, some commentary from the archives. This is higher ground. Stay with us. Um, Manly still getting towed up 22-0 by the Roosters. Up next, uh, hopefully, if his uh, phone is working, we're going to talk to former South Sydney centre Steve Maven. Well, South Sydney Rabbitohs, they, uh, well, if you look at the table, they're, they're 0-2. Um, beaten last week by Brisbane and then beaten uh, last night uh, by Melbourne Storm. What a clash, eh? We've spoken about it already, but what a game it was. Uh, it's right up there with one of the, I think, the all-time great finishes that we've we've seen in the NRL. It certainly had everything. They were down, weren't they? 14 blot. Uh, they stormed home with about 15 to go, scored three uh, very late tries, and that remarkable 45 or 46 or 47-metre two-point field goal by Latrell Mitchell to force the game into golden point. As we know... Uh, the Storm, they ran out winners. Pappenhausen, uh, he dropped the, the one-pointer in extra time. And Melbourne Storm get all two points. Latrell Mitchell, well, he missed uh, three conversions. But boy, oh boy, when uh, when he was needed most, he stood up. Sadly for South Sydney, as I say, 0-2. Um, they left their run far too late against Melbourne Storm. To reflect on uh, last night's game and talk all things uh, Cardinal and Myrtle, is uh, Steve Maven, former Bunny Centre, joins us on Higher Ground. Steve, thanks for taking some time out, mate, to have a chat on, on a Friday night. How you been? G'day, Chris. No worries. Been good. It was a tough game to watch last night for a Bunny supporter. They didn't look impressive at all. Mm. They dropped too much ball. They couldn't complete a set. They were under 50% late in the game, which was you know just unheard of. 
So, yeah, it was it was like torture for a Rabbitohs fan, I think, that game. But all of a sudden, yes, we got our act together and by some miracle, we fought our way back to 14-all and, yeah, that Latrell field goal, that's a moment we'll all remember for a long time. It was just... Yeah. He just struck it beautifully. It never looked like missing no. from the moment he struck it. Yeah. And uh, we were jumping around, jumping for joy. But in the end, it was another error that cost us when young Lockie Ilias got the ball to Cody and it went behind him, went to ground and gifted the Storm that field position, which yeah. they have got advantage of, yeah. Look, he's a work in progress, uh, Lockie Ilias. We know that. He's, he's a rookie pretty much. Um, huge shoes for him to fill, to fill as well. How do you how do you see his progression coming along? Do you think how long do you think it'll take before um, he can have that sort of Mister Consistency about him? Well, I think he'll get there, and he's shown some good signs in the last two games. He, mm. I think, he ran the ball over twenty times last night. He's having a go. He's run over a hundred meters. He's, he's a good defender. It's just a couple of the things he's done wrong. It's rookie errors, just lacking in a bit of confidence. But he does straighten the ball well, and. and more often than not, gives good service. So, yeah, he's, he's a he's a work in progress. We are 0-5 in the post-Adam Reynolds era in goal kicking, which is a little bit alarming. There haven't been any real easy kicks, but no. I think last week, Tappy missed a couple, and then Latrell was 0-3. So, you know, I can hear the fans now saying, oh, you know, we should have kept Breno. But there's no point saying that because he's gone now. He's playing for the Bronx. So, you know, young Lockie can kick goals as well, so mm. I don't think he'll get the gig over. But it'll be Latrell's gig. Latrell just, you know, he's a better goal kicker than that. I was watching him at training last week, and he was putting them mm. over from the sideline. And just when we needed him to, mm. you know, he's just a bit rusty. I think his whole game was a bit rusty, Latrell. Like, he did some good stuff. Obviously, the field goal. Well, that's understandable, Steve, isn't it? I would have thought that's you know, exactly. ga- game one for for a long time for the big fella. Yeah, exactly. And, well, the whole team off, was off a bit. You know, mm. Cody's just lacked lacking a bit at the moment too and a lot of those last passes there was that five tap-ons that went to ground and were just killing us and um you know aj mm. on the wing there he dropped a couple of those that he might well have caught you know last year a lot of those were were sticking last year and we were scoring tries at will but it's just a bit clunky and they're a bit off their game but uh, i heard jason demetrio say that he thinks we'll get there and hopefully sooner rather than later because we've got a big assignment this friday against the chooks uh, yes. Home, so. yes, it doesn't get uh, any easier um, for you uh, against the Chooks. Um, j- just back on, on Latrell, I mean, he was all the talk really in the build-up and, you know, we know, uh, you know a week or two ago he was, he was, you know, saying, suggesting the game's gone soft. This is after that uh, long suspension he served for uh, uh, Joey Manu's injury. So there's going to be some heat when you take on the Roosters, no doubt about that. Um and then Latrell, I mean, I thought it was lovely. It was great theatre last night after he nailed that two-pointer to take it into Golden Point. He didn't waste any time turning around and, and, and letting the Melbourne Storm fans know exactly how he thought. Yeah, well, that's how he plays with passion. And he said that in an interview on the Rabbitohs website, I think it was, that, you know, people mistake that for him being, you know, dirty player or whatever, but he's not. He just... He loves to win. He puts himself on the line. And obviously what happened with Joey was a regrettable incident. And it was just the way he plays, 100 miles an hour. He's like a, a caged lion and you can't tame that. You just got to let him play. And But yes, he has to play smarter and you know channel that aggression in the right places. And I think he will. He's, he's even said he's getting older, a bit wiser. He's got to kick up, kick up the backside. 
And, you know, I'm hoping that, the, I'm pretty confident the best of him will come out this year. I mean, we've been to training a couple of times over the last few weeks. And you get there and you just see him throwing those beautiful passes, cutting out players to the wingers like AJ and, and on the other side. So, you know, he's got those skills. He's got the great skills for a big man. And he's got all the skills. And we just need him to to find a bit of form mm. for it sooner rather than later, starting this Friday. Talking of Friday, Stevie Maven, what's a typical Friday for you? And thanks for joining us, mate, too, I must say. You're probably having a couple of a couple of quiet sherbets. Well done earlier on um, to the Panthers. They held on to beat the Dragons. What was that, 2016? And I'll bring our listeners up to speed with uh, the events at the SCG in that match between the Roosters and Manly. Uh, Friday night, typical Friday night at home for you? Yeah, just a quiet one. I've had the week off, played golf during the week, got yes. together with all the boys up at, up at the Central Coast, up at Shelley Beach. That was great. But yeah. We, we drank all, drank way too much beer, and I'm still recovering, so I haven't, haven't even had a beer tonight. I'm back at work tomorrow on the wharves. What time start and, there? Uh, so uh, I've got to start at 6 a.m. So Righto. Cement, a a, will Cement be out there? Yeah, he, he might well be. He's not on my line, but <laughs> yeah, he might be out there, or Corey Hughes, or Big Keithy Galloway, you know. As a, oh, it's a fair lineup. There now. Oh, shit. Shifty Sherwin started out there now. Oh, has he shifty? So. Jeez, I tell you what, yeah. you've got a fair lineup on the wharfs out there. I think uh, Joel and Fletch yeah. have done a wharfies, uh, a wharfies thirteen. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you made the cut. That was last year they did that. Uh, Darren Brown. Now listen, he's obviously the co-host of Rabbitohs TV. Now what's Brownie? Did I see Brownie down there on the sidelines at Amy Park last night? Yes, you did. He made the trip down. You can't there. miss his noggin. No, you can't miss Brownie. He was on the sideline, and he we did a live cross <laughs> to him. A live cross to him while the Jersey flag was on, and he called a bit of the action. And now Jersey flag boys went down narrowly, thirty six, thirty two to the Thunderbolts. I think they call them down there. So, yeah, we're we're not winning in all grades at the moment, but you know we've got some talent through the ranks. But yeah, Brownie was there on the sidelines, and it was it's a beautiful field down there at Amy Park. He's no, turned the camera around and showed us the grass, and they do a great job down there. It's unfortunate we've never won down there, and we were hoping it was going to be yesterday, and it didn't happen. But no, well, yeah, he was there. He stayed it. <laughs> Yeah, he, I was going to say. The, uh, sorry, mate. Sorry, go yeah, ahead. No, go, I was just going to no, say. I, I think it's one of the longest, longest losing streaks in the game at the moment, isn't it? You, you, you brought it up, Stevie. I wasn't going to mention it. Sorry. Um, <laughs> well, while we're on that, yeah, it was it's thirty-five times we've played them. I think overall, we've only won five, and the, and we've never won in Melbourne. So, mm. yeah, hopefully that's that. What's not going to happen this year? Hopefully it's over next year or the year after we can get them down there. But it's just a. Hmm. Although just a juggernaut, the Storm, you know, the, they they had the big three for so long, and now they've produced probably another big three. You know, you've got Harry Grant and Pappenhausen yeah. and and Cameron Munster. It's just, it's just, uh, well, it's, it's sickening for a, a, an opposition fan's point of view. But for them, you got to take your hat off to them. Yeah. What they're doing down there is just we've we've belly ache, you know, five hundred games and. Yeah, it he was nice for him, and I know I, I liked Billy Slater the the speech at the end of the game. I thought that was all real good stuff. I mean. Uh, just back on you, you boys, in terms of experience, and we talk about Adam Reynolds and his loss. Yeah, we know all that, and uh, I guess probably we gloss over the, the the goal kicking duties. We didn't really mention much about that, but I was doing some figures last week, just having a look, and I, I haven't got the figures in front of me, but it was in the thousand or maybe two thousand in terms of games lost with Adam Reynolds, Dane Gagai, Jaden Sewer, and Super Coach Wayne Bennett. Um, mm. I think we probably underestimate the amount of experience the club has actually seen walk out of Redfern in one hit. Yeah. Well, those four guys, three of them started in the grand final and one of them coached it. Yeah. So 
So yes, it does leave a massive hole, and so we have to try and cover. Oh, and those. Benji too. Let's throw him in as well. Yeah, oh, a bloke called Benji. There, <laughs> he's not really an afterthought, is he? So yeah, but you know, Rene was kicked at a career percentage of eighty-two percent, which is one of the greatest of all time. And his his attack and kicking game, as we all know, was one of the greatest of all time. And just his presence and game management was was legendary. He's a, he's a grand final winning halfback. So yeah, we we are you know at the moment it's looking like we're we're having a little bit of a problem covering that, but full confidence that this team we've still got Cody Walker, we've still got Latrell Mitchell. Oh no, you've got the cattle. We've still got you've, some talent. Yeah. No, we've got the cattle have. there. We've got and some good and the young Davy Mawali came on last night. You might have noticed him. He's an eighteen year old prop, and as soon as he got on there, he made a break, put some yeah. shots on. So. Yep. Yeah, he, look out for him in the future to come into this squad. So Yeah, well, you know, Stevie, I, I, it's, it's not, not mate. It's not, no, it's not doom and gloom at all. Uh, not at all, mate. We're two rounds in, and you've, you've, you've taken the storm all the way to the line. Um, it doesn't, as we say, doesn't get in here. So you've got, you got the Roosters next Friday, is it? This fr- Yeah, well, Friday today week coming up. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a big one, our uh, first home game. I think Caps, my co-host, was saying it's, been, it's the first time in nine months that the Rabbitohs have had a home game. So hopefully they're out in force. It's going to be a big night. And obviously, you know, Luttrell will be up against Joey Manu, I think, if he's yep. if, if they're both fit to play. So yeah. that, that on its own is going to bring the crowds in. But, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's it'll be good to to uh, get off the, on the two points with a win over our arch rivals. Oh, I bet it would. I bet it would. There at equal. Mate, keep up the good work, Stevie, too, with Rabbitohs TV. Did I see you guys... Chipping in to help some of the, the the flood victims too in Lismore. Yeah, we did a couple of our sponsors, Bunnaby Water and Darrell Lee. We would like to thank them for helping us out. We got a truckload of water and chocolate sent mm. up to the flood victims up there. So nice. we hope that that was uh, helped out some some people that have been struggling up there. It's yeah. only a small gesture, but you know we we just did what we thought we could to help. So yeah, yeah we're lucky in it that we've got some sponsors that will, will help us do that. And, um, yeah, we just want to put some a few smiles on a few faces that have had a tough time with those bloody yeah. floods. Nice. All right, Stevie, thanks for taking time out, mate, on, on your Friday night. Uh, get back on the wharfs tomorrow. We'll talk again soon. And good luck uh, on Friday against the Chooks. Any time for you, Chris, on higher ground. Love it, mate. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Stevie Maven there. Yeah, uh, I spoke to him a little bit earlier on, so good to have him up tonight. 22 points to 6, 22-6, Roosters um, over Manly. So Manly have had all the ball second half. Uh, Seagulls fans, uh, good news for you. 72% possession in the second half you've had. And uh, certainly the momentum now is with Manly. They've got a long way to go, still 20 minutes remaining. Uh, 22 points to six down. Carl Lawton scored from real close range, just dived over from dummy half, but um, it was after a good strong run towards the line by Dylan Walker, who was out there, didn't play last week, did he, Dylan Walker? So still uh, some hope there. Um, 22-6, Manly trailing the Roosters. It is bucketing down, a bit of a light show in Sydney, so bunker down, hope you're okay out there. Uh, I'm here in the, the, the safety and the uh, the warmth, I guess, of of the studio, the live studio audience up there, they're all safe. You're okay up there, all good, happy, cosy, good as gold. See, they're always happy when they when Hutchie puts this uh, the drink vouchers on and and the pizza the pizza voucher the pizza delivery is and that's for me. Pizza delivery arrived and they're all they're all happy as Larry, whoever bloody Larry is.
Who is Larry, anyway? Larry but I'll tell you what, I've just called my uh, home. I've got my, my young blokes at home sort of looking after themselves. I've given them dinner before I came in here. <laughs> we've got a um, we've got a dog who's just just uh, very scared of, of lightning and thunder, hates it, and fireworks. And I've got a very – it's a Kelpie. His name's Malcolm, by the way. I've got a very tall fence, and I've had to actually extend the fence for him. He should not, at his age, be able to jump the fence, but he can sense thunderstorms coming from an hour before they hit. You've had him a lot your way. Yeah. So I rang my young bloke. I said, listen, just check check on Malcolm because there's thunder here in Sydney, and by the time it gets up to you, he's going to be long gone. And then my little young fellow's watching the Manly game on the couch. He said, yeah, I will, Dad, after the footy. I said, no, I, th- I think you should check him now. Because we're here at North Sydney, and I'm telling you what, it's like a light show out there. Yeah, you can hear it coming through. I could feel this joint shaking. Yeah, I thought it was a abandoned ship for a second. Yeah, well, I didn't know what we are going to do. We were, we were every man for themselves, and yeah. you and I. Was... But, yeah. so, I, I, so I rang my young fella, and he said, oh, I better go do it. He's just called me back. Um, he's called me back, just sent me a text there. Uh, yet Malcolm had gone, gone. But I just heard scratching at the front door, and he was you know, whimpering to, to get back in. So he gets to come in the house, the mutt. I'll kick him out. Wet dog I... as well. Hmm? Wet dog as well. I know. Yeah. Wet dogs. My car smells like wet dog. I did. It's an awful smell, isn't it? I did. I took my sister's dog out for a walk in Victoria Park in uh, Camperdown. Connor Watson down. Yeah, I'm not. I am interested in what you're saying. I continue the, the story. Dog jumped in the pond at Victoria Park. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Were you, were you the one that borrowed a dog to go on a date? Was that you, or was that another panelop? It sounds like something I would do. Yeah. I think it was you way back when. Yeah, because we were sponsored. We are talking about our good friend's puppy love. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you were going to borrow a dog just to impress I've, a chick. Well, I've got a, my sister's dog in my dating profile. Anyway, speaking of which. That's what it was. Yeah. You borrowed your sister's dog to put in your dating profile. Yeah. Mate, that's a scam. You blokes, you're fraudulent. You should be barred from dating sites, people like you, that put fake pictures on your profiles and fake ages. <coughs> well, well, if I may defend myself, I do, I do, uh, I 22, do, six roosters over manly carry on. I do do a lot for the dog. Took it for a walk in Victoria park at Camperdown. Where but it's not yours. Road. Still took it for a walk. But you it, are, you, it's, it's misleading. It's false advertising to want to be, um, girls that might want to spend time with you. Do you tell them that it's not your dog in the pick? If they ask, yeah. If they ask. Yeah. Fair enough. Can be produced on. Yeah. Well, I'm the same. On, on, if, on a if, bit of notice. If they ask me, Chris, are you really 46? I'll be honest with them. Yeah. But for anyone who was wondering about that story, I had to mm. jump into Victoria, the pond at Victoria Park on... Well, couldn't the dog swim? Couldn't get out. Why not? Because there was like, it jumped in, panicked, oh, went to Jesus. a different bit, yeah. and it was deeper, so it couldn't jump out. I had to jump in. It was this muddy and algae, and oh, man, it was... It was bad. Is it thunder? I had to jump in the other day at, at my local dog park. There was a little puppy and some kids, young kids. They, they'd never had a dog before. They didn't know how to treat it. Anyway, they're, they're dragging it around on the lead and it's a, the dogs, most of the dogs are off the leash, but dragging the puppy into the water, out into the deep. Puppy's never seen water before. Then they started ducking it under and bringing it back up. No. I know. So there was me and a few other people who just jumped straight in. Um, yeah. Excuse me. So there's your kids over there just dunking your dog. No, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, well, gee, we're talking about weird sort of stuff. 0457 736 736. You might have some dog stories, um, puppy dog stories, not other dog stories, okay? 
you might have your thoughts on is it misleading to suggest on a dating profile um, having a dog on there when it's not your dog at all. 22 points to six. Roosters leading Manly uh, about 15 or 16 minutes to go there as well. Also, keep in coming those texts coming through. Some great finishes. This is in light of last night's uh, wonderful game. Cliffhanger, Manly, uh, sorry, Melbourne beating uh, their one-point win over South. It was just brilliant theatre at the end. Um, what were some of the other great moments? One of them, which springs to mind immediately, was was Cowboys, Broncos grand final. Um, Couldn't script it? No. If you scripted it like I that. I was there. I was there, right. So I was on the sideline for another radio station at the time then, doing sideline eye, and JT was – so who who scored in the corner? Felt, Felt. scored, didn't it? It yeah. was off Morgan down there to Felt. That leveled there. So, and JT's kick from the sideline. On the wrong side. Yes, the, it was yeah. on his yeah. wrong side, yeah. right? Now, it hit, hit, hit the inside post. Hit the inside post. Yeah, it was online the whole way and just didn't just didn't come back enough. And he, he curves him, Thurston. Oh, yeah, but he, he prefers it the other way. But so he's come back and I'm sitting there on my chair about 24 metres back from the goal line. So he's almost almost sitting in my – I almost had to move my chair. That's the that's the bird's eye view that I had of that and Next to Fred, was Freddie next to you? Was oh, the big there? guns? Oh, yeah. Might have been. Didn't see him. Didn't <laughs> notice any of those guys. Well, he tells about the time he saw Chris Warren. Oh, Brad Fiddler. Yeah. Does he ever tell you that we used to play together? Have you heard of that one? Yeah. That's like your West. No, no, this, no, this was oh, New South Wales. This was, this was under 15s. What might have been 18s schoolboys? So you'd already played first grade? Well, I hadn't played first grade, no. No, but uh, I was trialling for the New South Wales Combined Catholic Colleges, yeah. of which I captained ahead of Freddie because Freddie was on probables, I was on possibles. I think he stepped me a few times, but that yeah, plenty happens. of people w- yeah, went happens. on to get stepped by Freddie. He didn't end up playing for us at the Australian Champs because he was – then graded with Penrith at the age of 16 or whatever it was. So he, yeah, stuff you guys. Don't need to play Australian championships. Yeah. Anyway, you brought it up, and I was just pumping my own tyres up. But I did get stepped a few times by uh, Fred Wardo. 0457 736 736. Stevie says, Chris, all dogs hate thunder, not just yours, mate. Do you reckon? I hope that's true. I hope that is true. But my dog's got other phobias as well, right, Stevie? You might be able to help me on this one. Um, It hates motorbikes. Hates motorbikes, lightning and thunder, and also little tinnies with, um, you know, outboard motors. He'll chase the tinny. He'll go out into the deep water and chase a tinny. I don't know what he plans to do when he gets his mouth near the propeller. But he has chased the postman twice, Stevie, and uh, $1,300 fine. I'm paying it off, $10 um, a week or a month installments. Yes, so there's something wrong with my dog. I, I, some, sometimes I think I should take him back from, from whence he came. A rescue dog, you know. He's lucky to have me. He really is. Anyway, that's a story for another time. Uh, 0457-736-736. If you'd like to weigh in, great finishes. Come on, dig them out. Great NRL finishes over the years. 13 minutes to play. Roosters 22, Manly 6. 
Great to have your company wherever you might be tuning in in a wet and wild Sydney town at the moment. Just checking on uh, one of the Sea Eagles uh, players, Dylan Walker's down, I believe it is, in the 14. Can't see his face. 26 to 6, the Roosters are leading the Sea Eagles, otherwise known as the Manly Sea Eagles. And I guess we should be calling the Roosters Sydney Roosters if we are going to be Technically correct. 26 points to six. Uh, oh, Dylan's got some blood pouring out of the nose. They've just, it's all right. They've just put a, a bit of tissue up the left snoz nostril um, to uh, to stop the bleeding there. 26 six. So just under 10 minutes to go. Uh, the Roosters uh, leading Manly. Now, we just had a caller who didn't want to go to air, and he had uh, he had a bit of an issue with me calling the Seagulls Manly, right? Yeah. So he's saying that you should call them by the noun. So seagull, rooster, bulldog. Um, uh, they're Monica. They're Monica. So I, Adam, um, he suggests that... Good evening to media, my mother, Monica, by the way. Yeah, yes, go on. Uh, he <laughs> he suggested that uh, too many places do, will do roosters versus manly. Mm. But they just tend to just to defer to the the smallest. Would, well, I, do you know what I do? Yeah, because roosters, two syllables, seagulls, three syllables, manly, two. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm equalizing the syllable count. Yeah. That's what south, I'm doing. Often they say south over. South, bunnies, rabbitos, don't really care. They'll get one or the three. Or even the South Sydney rabbitos if we've got time to fill. Football club, yeah. Parramatta, Parramatta eels. They might get para, blue and golds, eels. I think we all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the cherry pickers? No. <laughs> That was the original, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't alive. No, yeah. wasn't alive. The berries, um, bulldogs, Canterbury. You well, know, uh, they might even get Canterbury Bankstown, Bankstown Bulldogs. Yeah. I don't know if Bankstown's still part of the official title. Uh, I think they're moving away from. I think it is. Look, well, well, you do some research. Yeah. Well, I don't want. I don't want to be. Uh, I'm not making light. Of it. I don't want to be offending anyone. But I tell you what, if if the biggest problem you've got um, and. No disrespect to the, the caller. He didn't want to leave his name, but whoever you might be, if, you, if the biggest problem you've got is me calling the Seagulls manly, well, I think it's nice. a bigger issue. Oh, yeah, you're going all right. <laughs> yeah. I, wish, I, wish, <laughs> I wish I had as few problems. <laughs> yeah, do you want to go into my problems, by the way? No. We can, well, we can come back from a break. We're we here till midnight. During the break. No. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I think we should. Right, 26 points to six. Sydney Roosters leading Manly Sea Eagles with uh, eight minutes to play. Okay, so we'll keep you across that. We will go back and uh, listen to the coaches too from the earlier game tonight. I did promise I would do that and thus far into the program and we are almost uh, an hour through. We haven't done that. So we'll go back and uh, listen to what the coaches had to say uh, from the earlier match, which was won by Penrith Panthers uh, beating St. George Illawarra Dragons. Uh, 20 points to 16. That one was there. Am I allowed to call it Cogra or do I have to call it Net, Net Strata, Strata Jubilee Stadium win, win at Net Cogra? Strata Jubilee. What? Win, no. That's not Win. Win's down Wollongong. There was a while where it was Win Oki. I think it was the University of Wollongong Stadium at some point, wasn't it, too, as well? Anyway, too, as well. That's tautology. Um, the Storm uh, 15 beat the Bunnies 14. Melbourne Storm defeated South Sydney Rabbitohs 15-14, of course, on Thursday. But we will go back and we'll uh, we'll listen to what Ivan Cleary had to say after his team held on uh, to beat the Dragons by four. Big throw out, Johnson. Johnson with a What a try. What a try. Sean Johnson with the try that makes it all level. With literally seconds to play, 
And now he's got a kick to win the game. They shot out to the line. They opened it. To take his side into a World Cup final. He's nailed it. He has nailed it. Commentary there. Thanks for that, Jace. Anyway, we've got another one here too uh, regarding this is from uh, Daniel from Prairie Wood, a.k.a. Uh, Gobbs from the Storm Warning podcast. He says, Chris, in regards to classic finishes, uh, by the way, 26-12 score remains uh, under two minutes to play between uh, the Roosters and uh, Manly. We'll see Eagles. Uh, Chris, in regards to classic finishes, another two Storm Rabbitohs clashes in Melbourne at Amy Park. Uh, do you remember a Cameron Smith penalty goal 40 metres out to take the game to Golden Point with a Cameron Smith field goal uh, from the ruck in round 22 of the 2016 season and the 2018 qualifying final with a 29-28 Storm comeback victory with a Cameron Munster wonky 45-metre field goal sealing the win. Uh, there's something about Storm Rabbitohs clashes. That is the third one-point win in seven years, all three taking place at Amy Park. Uh, thank you, Daniel, for sending that through, mate. Hope you are well, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Well, I might get my my research and my producer slash my panel beat up, a panel beat up, <laughs> panel operator. Um, Irish to maybe dig uh, one or two of those out if we can. We better take a break now. This is Higher Ground. We're here until midnight. Um, join the conversation. You can still uh, keep us company via the open line, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 Can be about anything you like. Um, Manly, you are Sea Eagles. You are on the cusp of a loss, uh, 26 points to 12. I'm sure that will probably be the full-time score. Love to hear from Chooks fans. Love to hear from uh, Manly Sea Eagles fans. Uh, love to hear from any fans. So join the conversation, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Uh, keep the text line coming through as well, 0457736736. You know the deal. Give me something and I will shout you a drink. And it's a few minutes past 10 o'clock in Sydney, a few minutes past nine uh, in Brisbane, which would be in the state of Queensland, Sydney being obviously in the state of New South Wales, if we're going to be totally, you know, correct here and apples for apples and um, Sydney Roosters and Manly Sea Eagles. Let's not uh, abbreviate any Manly Warringah. Thank you. Manly Warringah Sea Eagles. We should actually be calling them that if time allows, but (laughs) we do. And it's an Aussie thing to shorten things, isn't it? You know? Yeah. 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 Chooks. One syllable. Easy. Eels. Yeah. Sharks. What are the dolphins going to be? The fins. Fins. Like it. I like that, yeah. You can hear the Jaws music already, can't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even though they're dolphins and they're mammals. Well, the cowboys get... What's the difference with mammals and sharks and dolphins? Um, It's about how they breathe. Warm-blooded, though. Hang on. No, hang on. Because fish have... Our listeners all know. Fish have gills. Right. So you're telling me dolphins don't have gills. No, they don't. They have something on their... Probably the nose, do they? Blowhole. Do they? No, that's whales. That's like orca. I thought dolphins had... Don't know. I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm pleading ignorant on this. Our listeners will the know. The marine biology hour. I want to know the difference. I want to know why a dolphin is a mammal, right? We're mammals too. Hold up, hold up. I know they, um, they give birth to their young, yeah? So they don't lay eggs and don't hatch eggs. I don't really know what I'm talking about. Why are we talking about this? The fins. Righto. So other, yeah, easy, uh, easy monikers. Uh, good evening again to my mum. Uh, easy nicknames for teams. Yeah, eels are e- eels are fine. Uh, the Bronx, yeah. That's not a good one. Brizzy, yeah. the Bronx. Well, cowboys don't have one because you're like oh, cows. I call them cows and sometimes people don't like it when I call them cows. Yeah, I, that one doesn't. Referring to the cowboys. Lovingly. 
Yeah, dogs. Are we okay to call them shortener like to bought to dogs? Yeah. Everyone alright with that? Raiders? Don't want to ruffle any feathers. Hmm? Raiders? No, can't shorten it. Warriors? It's either green machine, raiders, two syllables. The milk, actually. Warriors. Nah, there's two syllables, there's two words. The milk. Warriors, nut. Can't shorten to that. Mm. What else we got out there? Mm. Anyway, look, 26-12, full-time score. Roosters over the Sea Eagles at the SCG. A rain-soaked SCG, I might add. So that's the first win uh, for the Chooks. Um, they were disappointing last week, but without being disgraced against Newcastle. Uh, I wonder if that Frank's Newcastle... Uh, good evening, Frank, too. Newcastle's win last week against um, the Roosters. So 26 points to 12. Uh, Storm 15-14 last night, as we know. Earlier tonight, the Panthers beat the Dragons. Uh, a good contest, though. They certainly fought their way back into it. St. George Illawarra Dragons, the Red V. Um, 20 points to 6. The Pennies led... At halftime, 20 points to six. But Panthers were held scoreless in the second half. Uh, Jaden Sewer and Zach Lomax, both from the Dragons, they both spent uh, 10 in the bin. Sewer was first half, wasn't he? And Lomax was in the second. They went all the way, though, went right down to the wire. Zach Lomax scored late on to put them um, four points adrift. Four points. Embot puts a kick through. This is every chance. Lomax. Lomax scores in the corner. The Dragons have got a pulse. It was a brilliant kick. was a brilliant kick. Um, Jolly, Jolly Kane calling that one out there at, uh, at Cogra. And it went right down to the wire. They had another chance, didn't they, the Red V? It comes away to Ben Hunt. Oh, they put pressure on it. Oh, Amone has coughed it up when they had a big opportunity. And the Panthers will somehow hold on. Uh, there it is. A full-time score there. Thank you, uh, Joel. And Sats was out there as well. 20 points to 16. So the Panthers 2-0. and oh, Solid win last week against Manly or Manly Warringah Sea Eagles. Um, so there you go. Keep those texts coming through. Great finishes. Um, we will listen to the uh, both the coaches as soon as we can uh, dig that out from uh, Cogra. Keep the texts coming through as well. Um, no name on this one. Uh, oh, just like in the NFL, the Dolphins will be called the fish. I don't mind that. So is a dolphin a fish? Well, I've just... I've got you, haven't I? I've just booted something up. Is I a shark dolphins. a fish? Shark is. A shark is a fish. Yeah. Is a dolphin a fish? Well, no, probably not. What dolphins are mammals because they're warm-blooded. Dolphins breathe through Told lungs. You. We touched on that. Yeah, you got so one each. One each. Dolphins give birth to live young. So you got that got one. Got that. Dolphins have hair. Sorry. Dolphins have hair. Do they? <laughs> Apparently. They got a hair barber. Have you ever seen a dolphin sitting in a barber's chair? The Bromwich. You haven't. The Bromwich mm-hmm. brothers. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess, because they're quite her suit. They do you are, like that word? I do. I've never heard it before. I like you it. You have not? Yeah. Sounds like what it means. Yes. Just, yeah. I'm Co- a cunning linguist. Yeah. Yes. Confucius, um, unfortunately. He's gone. He's gone His hair's now. gone. Yeah, he's gone now. So dolphins are mammals, yes, we know that, and they have hair. They have hair. Well, that's stuff. Uh, I've never seen them. I've never seen hair on a dolphin. Okay, so they have hair when they're born. That soon falls out, so that's Confucius. Oh, okay. So, is a shark a fish? Yes. Shark's definitely a fish, yeah. But a dolphin ain't a fish. Dolphin ain't a fish. So, we can't call the dolphins the fish. Because yeah. dolphins aren't fish. Yeah. Whoever sent that text in. No name on it. Well, no wonder you didn't put a bloody <laughs> name on it because you, you're totally wrong. False. Incorrect. Amundo.
Um, where are we going? Right, well, let's go back to Cogra. Uh, speaking earlier tonight, uh, Ivan Cleary. Yeah, no, definitely wasn't. Uh, it's probably a little bit uh, of a concern just throughout the week that we started so well that uh, it was going to be a little bit hard to back up. And I thought we started tonight's game really well as well. Uh, second half was, yeah, probably more the opposite. So, uh, in the end, I was proud of the boys the way they hung on. Because um, we, but, you know, we made it hard for ourselves. So, the Dragons were coming at us, you know, with nothing to lose, really. So, um, yeah, it could have ended uh, differently. So, I was very happy the way we, yeah, defended at the end of the game. What did the players say? I know you've only just been in the sheds for a short time, but what have they said about what's going on out there in the second half? Oh, yeah, how are you doing? Answer that. <laughs> uh, the talk was all right. It was just obviously we weren't putting that into action. So, um, obviously, yeah, just a lot of drop ball. And sometimes when you're trying to talk about that, that sort of puts a little bit of pressure on. And, um, yeah, it just kept compounding. So, um, I thought the, the talk and defence was good. I felt like um, that players one to four got comfortable. There's obviously got some really sharp uh, players in their spine that can sort of come up with anything on, on those play fives. Um, with Moan, uh, Benny Hunt was, he was really um, on the front foot there at the back end of the game. Obviously he controls that team. So um, yeah, I thought that was dangerous there. But I felt, yeah, comfortable. I felt like we were defending pretty well to be fair, because we had to do so much. What's the wash up with Brian and Fish? Was Fish all right that one? No, he wasn't. So. Yeah, a bit of carnage today, yeah. So, yeah, not sure. Fish's shoulder, I don't know how bad, but didn't feel like he could, uh, yeah, get back on. Fish has, um, yeah, done something on his knees, so. Yeah, not good, uh, but that's the situation we're in, so we'll, we'll just hopefully uh, get some decent results tomorrow, we'll see. Is that issues with his knee, hasn't it? Nah, it's more ankles. Yeah, so, just, yeah. Ivan, what do you make of this Dragons team and where they can go throughout the season? Yeah, they're definitely very competitive. Um, you know, they're, 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 they're a powerful team. They've got a lot of guys across their team that can, you know, they can play, you know, they can do things. And, um, uh, sometimes there's, uh, you know, like when nothing's quite happening and that's when they're at their most dangerous, you know, so. Yeah, I thought the crowd, you know, really turned up from today. I think, you know, it's a, um, I'm assuming the same thing happened down at Wollongong. So, you know, if they got their, they got such a big supporter base too. So when they're when they're into it, it's uh, makes it pretty hard. Yeah, yeah there he is, uh, Ivan, Ivan, uh, Ivan Cleary. There, uh, you wouldn't know that they had won. He doesn't have a whole lot of. Um, Inflection in his voice, Ivan, uh, doing a great job though, isn't he? Um, they are at the top of the tree, reigning premiers, obviously. Uh, can they go back to back? They're being hunted down. They've lost a lot of talent. They're losing more talent next year. I, for one, thought that they might slip a rung or two this year. Um, but you know what? A really you know, great occasion too for Viliami Kikau, scoring a couple of uh, meaties. That's meat pies, rhymes with tries. Again, I apologise if I'm offending anyone for shortening Words, Garlos names. might be listening. Garlos? Yeah, they might be listening. Get offended. Oh, they'd be listening for sure. Garlos, I'm sure they were. Uh, but there's no, I don't think they're sponsoring us anymore. They're not advertising with us anymore because there's no pies out there. So don't mention Garlos pies names again, right? 
until such time as Garlow puts his hand in his kick and throws a bit of coin Hutchie's way. Right? Young Garlow gets some of that. Stop mentioning Garlow's pies. I stop, you're not getting it. <laughs> Listen, um, I'm just joking around. Now, what was I going to say there? Yeah, so 20 points to 16, uh, Panthers winning over St. George Lord Wright. We'll hear from Hook. Anthony Griffin shortly, so stick around for that. And we'll also go to uh, both coaches from the later game tonight. Uh, the Roosters prevailing 26 points to 12 over Manly Sea Eagles. And uh, to get things uh, totally correct, yes, it is still called Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs and Manly Warringah Sea Eagles. No name on that one. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Now, listen, uh, one of our uh, loyal listeners is Statsy from uh, Freshwater. I think he's based these days. He's got a, a mansion or a palace out there on the uh, on the waterfront, I believe. He is also, I think, the manager of uh, West Tigers SG ball team. They were due to play the Roosters, I think, tonight. Statsy's on the line to give us an update. Good evening, sir. Hi, Chris. How are you, mate? Good, brother. Staying dry in here. What about yourself? Mate, uh, drenched to the bone, uh, driving home to uh, fresh water from uh, from Leichhardt and absolutely soaked. But, um, yeah, mate, I'm uh, manager of the Balmain Tigers SG ball side, so we played the Roosters, uh, who were top of the table. So 12-6 it was for the Roosters at half-time, and then the storm came through and lightning strikes everywhere, and yeah. it got uh, dangerous. So they... Uh, they called the game off probably about 10 minutes in and they were going to give it 10 minutes uh, until see if the storm would go. But while we're in the sheds, um, a lightning strike. I, if it didn't hit the stand, it must have been yeah. very close to hit the stand and um, power went out and that was basically it. So yeah. we've just got to wait for a New South Rugby League now to hear what uh, the result will be, whether it'll be abandoned or we get a point or, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, where's that up to? Yeah, Stats? Mate, where's that up to the ball then in terms of rounds, etc. Played. I'm just wondering what they might do, whether they split the points or try and play the game again. Yeah, mate. We were round six today, but we've already had one um, round abandoned. We yeah. were supposed to play South Sydney a couple of weeks ago, and that got abandoned due to the uh, wet weather. So. Um, yeah, mate, I, I don't know uh, where we stand. I think that's a, that decision's now in the hands of um, <clears throat> New South Wales Rugby Leagues. So we just probably wait and see over the weekend and see what happens. But it was uh, it was it was rain. I've never seen it like it. Even um, you yeah. know, Ciro was there, Paul, and Ciro yeah. said no, yes, he'd never seen anything like that before in his life. So it was, uh, and it was quite. It was quite uh, hairy for a while there because there were lightning strikes all around us and, you know, the ground manager ran onto the field to uh, speak to the ref to get the players off. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, mate, um, it, doesn't, yeah, the, it, it, it doesn't happen very often, doesn't it? It, it? was I could see out the windows here, mate, and I, honestly, I felt this building sort of shake a bit. Uh, the thunder was yeah. just in, so, so intense. All right, well, thanks for bringing us up to date. Hey, listen, while you're on the phone too, and... A lot of our listeners yep. may, may not know, so with West Tigers and, and, and the joint venture, et cetera, like uh, the, the New South Wales Cup team is Magpies. So did you say, so the ball then, and you've also got Mats and you've got Flegg. Ball, you, you're referring to as Balmain, right? Correct. Um, they have a side in both Ball and Mats. They have a Balmain Tiger side and yep. a Western Suburbs Magpies side. But then yep. when they go into Jersey Bank, they play under the West Tigers banner. Yeah, okay. There you go. I'm glad you, you cleared that up because there's probably a lot of people that don't really know what happens at a lot of the junior level. But I think um, in years to come, and, and, and clubs are getting better and better at 
actually promoting the junior reps, aren't they? And they're being televised and all that sort of stuff. So I appreciate that, Statsy. Take care, mate. Try and, uh, when you get home, uh, pop yourself a nice, I don't know, maybe a, a rum or something or a brandy to, to warm the innards up a little. I think that's exactly what I'm <laughs> going to be going for. Thanks, Bruce. <laughs> all right, there he is. Uh, Statsy from Freshwater. Maybe a port. Maybe a port as well. I tell you what, hasn't that gone out of fashion? Well, not for some of our listeners, I'm sure. <laughs> um, and Reptile. Reptile, the, the, the wonderful reptilian, he rang in earlier. I, I swear he must have been in his cavern somewhere. And when that lightning was hitting before, the thunder and lightning, very, very frightening, Galileo, right? I was thinking, wouldn't it be nice not to be sharing a log cabin with Reptile or a man cave with Reptile, but just to be a bee with a fire Maybe a log cabin, tin roof, heavy rain, sipping a nice glass of red. Wouldn't that be nice out there, don't you think? Are you with me? Yeah, I was just looking at the <laughs> message from Daniel from uh, Prairie Wood. Yeah, Gobs. Yeah. From the Storm podcast. What's he said now? So talking about the West Tigers? Yes. So you can't shorten it to... No, you can't. Well, no. that I tell you what, no, that is one thing I wouldn't shorten. Yeah. I will not shorten West Tigers to Tigers, no. Are you still a West Boy. man? Well, no, I played with the Magpies, right? But you, I tell you what, if you do, because I know this, I worked in the newsroom at another radio station for many years. So you're saying that one shouldn't, not that one should not, not that you wouldn't. That one. No, I have, I have done. Let's say, for example, I'm doing a news report, news story on the West Tigers. Yeah. Yes, I will always refer to them as West Tigers first up, but then you might shorten it, third or fourth paragraph. You might refer to them as Tigers. Yeah. But. You will, I'm telling you now, you will get calls. People will call saying, please, how dare you call them the Tigers? Do you think that's the heart Magpies, of their problem? Hmm? That's, cause no, it's... I think they're all right now. I think the marriage is all right. Yeah. Um, and I think the identity is getting better by the day, yeah. West Tigers. Um, and, you know, a lot of the fans now don't remember the Magpies. A lot of the younger people coming through, yeah. nor Balmain Tigers. A lot of their younger, yeah. probably, audience. Yeah. But, no, that, that is one that you probably can't shorten. Unfortunately, yeah. The tigers, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, sometimes I think with them they just got to let go. Of, not let go of it, but they're the West Tigers. They've been the West Tigers for yeah. But you can Yes, years. I know. But what about the heritage of the Magpies? They want to be recognised. They want to be and, and remembered, and they're part of the club. And they tipped in a lot of cash to the club too. Don't forget. No, but so you would shorten it to if you're shorting to either West or the Tigers, you know. Yeah, well, okay. Well, what if you shorten it to West, you... shorten to Wests, and then the Tigers, Balmain fans will get yeah. annoyed. West well, Tigers, it's all right. It rolls off the tongue, sort of. Yeah. Um, Steve says the movie Jaws, because we were talking about nicknames of clubs and what will the Dolphins be called, and they'll be called the Fins, and then someone texted in they'll be called the Fish, like in the NFL. But we just we we've discovered that Dolphins aren't fish, so they can't be called the Fish. I like the Fins. So I like said the Jaws music, and Steve has said the movie Jaws used midgets. <laughs> What's Steve on? Unless he's onto something here, because he is one of our most intellectual listeners I've grown to know, know over the past 18 months or so. He says the movie Jaws used midgets in the cages to make the sharks look bigger. Oh, he's having a lend of us, this bloke. Padstow Steve. I can't picture the scene off the top of my head, so. Nor can I. I remember watching it as a kid. I remember my dad taking me and I watched Jaws. I would have been 10 years of age. I even remember the picture theatre. It was up at Gosford. We were on holidays, I reckon, up at Terrigal or somewhere. Must have been raining. So we went to Gosford Studio, uh, picture theatre, cinema. 
I tell you what, you don't show a little kid that sort of stuff, particularly when, when you're on a vacation at a beach. <laughs> yeah. I remember him turning the pallets over. You remember they turned the pallet over and underneath the pallet was the, the dead corpse with sort of its eyeballs hanging out? Yeah. You don't remember it at all. You haven't seen Jaws, have I've you? Seen, I have Just seen play Jaws. Along. I have seen Jaws. Play but... along. Now, talking of um, hook and fish, it brings me a nice segue uh, to Anthony Griffin, who is a lovely fella. And his nickname is Hook, and obviously use hooks to catch fish, i.e. Captain Hook as well. Um, why don't we hear from him after his uh, his team's narrow loss, 20 points to 16, beaten tonight by Penrith Panthers at Cogra. Yeah, it's in the end of three tries all. You know, we've, we've done a lot of damage to ourselves before, you know, before that last 15 minutes, and in the end, you know, that counted. Um, but I was really proud of them, the way they, they kept trying to get into the game, but we, we were just, with the ball, we were just way too clunky. And against that defence, even though we found three tries, we, you know, we, we were just a little bit off with the ball, obviously, and the, you know, the 12 men killed us. We played 20 minutes with 12 men, and they got two you know, barge over tries there, basically, um, which we've got to fix up. but. I mean, I was proud of their effort. They should be proud of their effort, but you know, we got, we got a we got a bit to fix up. Yeah, well, we just got to learn to be better. Yeah. Um, you know, the the sewer one. If they're the rules and that, then the rules. Um, you know, they cost us. Um, you know, George Burgess. Is, penalty on last play, you know, just invited them down to our end far too many times before they'd earned it and then, yeah, they get the points, you know, at the first half, in the first half, they're hard to run down, they're a very good defensive side, but I mean, we were a pass away or a play away from running them down, which I was really proud of and, you know, the, it should give them a lot of belief, it should give our team a lot of belief. Yeah, it's a bit of everything. It was, it was there last week too um, against the Warriors. Um, you know, we're trying to turn half breaks into into points before we don't the right you know, a couple of times there, and, and against that type of defence, we just I think we just played a little slower and got a bit frustrated than um, than what we should have been. Um, but. Well, we still found out, you know, 16 points, um, which should be enough to win your game. I don't think I don't even have has kept scoreless in a second half in a regular season game for nearly two years. Mm. Um, you mentioned it; that should give them confidence. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. There's a lot of positives, as I say. The the actual um, intent and the effort level was was enormous, and. Um, you know, it would have been nice to, to finish it off, you know, in those last couple of minutes, but that's why they're the Premiers, you know. But, um, you know, to beat them 10-0 after everything we've gone through in the second half is a massive massive positive for us. But um, it doesn't get you two points tonight, but the lesson will get us a few wins down the track. Yeah, yeah he's, they think he might have just popped his elbow out, so um, we'll get some scans on that and see where it is. Ben, what did you make of the 
Yeah, I'd, at live, I didn't get a good look at it, but um, like Hook said, they're the rules. Um, you know, they're trying to protect ball players, and if you hit them late without the ball, then that's what's going to happen. It's been pretty clear for a while now, so it will be better. Well, there is Ben Hunt, um, and you know, for the Dragons to really, really fire, I think Dragons fans would would agree he's got to have equal to the season that he had last year, Ben Hunt. Initial signs, uh, St. George Illawarra fans, uh, you tell me, Red V fans. Um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a much more uh, much more successful season this year than last, which doesn't say a lot, to be fair. But you had a number of off-field problems last year, which we don't need to delve back into. But I think we've seen enough in just two games to suggest that um, it should be a pretty handy year ahead for St. George Illawarra with the... Uh, you know, the, the youth that they've got. I thought Jaden Sewell was really good. Hook, Anthony Griffin there was talking about, you know, the way they finished the game and um, had Lomax in the bin. Sewell was in the bin in the first half as well. They held the, the Premiers, defending Premiers to zilch in the second half. That's a very, that's a big improvement on, on, on some of the things we've seen from the Dragons, um, not just last year, in recent years. So I reckon, I reckon there's a lot of green shoots coming through for St. George Illawarra. Um, you know, and we've seen what you know, that try was Tyrell Sloan. Did I see that? The the leaping try. He's an athlete He's like none other. Um, Talatau Amoni, all these these young kids coming through. We know what Zach Lomax can do. And as I said, and, and Cody Ramsey, but I said, you know, Moses Suley, I think he's going to get better and better by the week for them. And I think he's quite an astute pickup for um, the Dragons as well. I'm just trying to, there was a couple of injuries to come out of that match too, wasn't there? Andrew McCulloch, I think. Um, he was brought off. Do you know if he went back on? Because I didn't want well, hands up. Right? I'm not going to lie here. I didn't watch um, the second half, watch the first half at home before I made my way in here. Um, we can cover that after a break, maybe. Of course we can. We can do all that. Oh, here Tw- we go. Yeah. Uh, this is NRL Physio. Reported elbow dislocation for Andrew McCulloch. Oh, um, so that'll be three to six. Yeah, maybe even more. Uh, Steve says Australian uh, Valerie Taylor told the story about Jaws. Uh, yeah, Valerie, they were. She was mad, wasn't she? You've seen Valerie does some of those documentaries. Keep those text messages coming through. We can have a bit of fun now too. It's half past ten, so um, most of a lot of our listeners are probably on the the rum or the the port. Or if if Toolman's still Most listening, he'd be, on, he'd be on the rum. No, I'm not. This is this is sober. I'll have another one while you're mentioning it. Uh, thank you, thank you. We will uh, hear from uh, Desi Hasler as well uh, and Trent Robinson. So they are speaking as we speak. So uh, we'll chop those interviews up for you, and we'll we'll hear from both coaches after that uh, match tonight too. In torrential rain, uh, Roosters 26 defeated Manly Sea Eagles. Uh, 26 points to 12 out there at the SCG. In terms of uh, great finishes, we're asking you to send through some um, of your great finishes. So we'll dig a few more of those out. But we better take a break first and we'll we'll come back and sink our teeth into more. This is Higher Ground with me, Chris Warren. Irish also in the house. And we're here for another 90 minutes. Keep those text messages coming through, uh, whether you're critical or not. All feedback we take on board here. Trent Robinson is uh, speaking with James Tedesco, talking as well after the Sydney Roosters defeated the Manly Sea Eagles 26 points to 12 tonight at the SCG. So we've already heard from losing coach Desi Hasler and DCE as well. Uh, Manly Sea Eagles 0 and 2. 
um, to start the season. Uh, we had a chap call in earlier. He didn't leave his name. Um, had an issue with me um, saying Roosters against Manly. I should be referring to Manly as the Sea Eagles and not as Manly. Um, but I tell you what, uh, and I think he's just sent me another text in here, but no name on it. Um, I'd love to let me know who, who it is. I, I think I just said Roosters v Manly and uh, Panthers v Manly last week again, and um, I've put his nose out of joint. I, I don't apologise, unfortunately. I don't apologise because sometimes I call para, Parramatta, sometimes I call them the Eels. You know, um, sometimes I call Penny Panthers Panthers or Penrith. You know, it's just what you do when, you, when, when, when it's just unscripted live radio. You just, yeah, yeah, just words come out. And I hope our listeners understand who or what I am talking about. Yes. Well, we've got a text in for Vossi. Good. Oh, for Vossi. Well, well, but hang on. Is there a name on this text? No. But I've worked with Vossi. Well, good for you. What do you want, a medal or a chest well, to pin it answer, on? I can answer his question if he likes. Uh, hang on. I'll, I'll say, the question is, Vossi, when was the last time a team won with less post-contact metres than the other team? No name on that, and I'm a little con- confused why that text is coming to me because I'm not Vossi. Maybe it's there for breakfast for on Vossi Monday, next week. Yeah. morning, yeah. Anyway, you know the answer to this because you, yeah, are just, just, you, you know lots of stuff. I just whipped out my phone. So last... Sorry? I whipped, oh, yep, oh. yep, good. Uh, last night, phone in your pocket. Last night, uh, <laughs> South beat Melbourne in the post-contact meters, seven twenty-one, which is quite high to five ninety-one. That is a bit unusual. Seven twenty-one to five ninety-one. Yeah, the bunnies or the high. South Sydney Rabbitohs. The South Sydney Football Club, yes. Right. South Sydney District Football Club. Actually, the last time it happened, well, the first time it happened this season, it's happened three times. Was South beat Brisbane in the post-contact meters? That one, I've got it at 5.46 to... Oh, well, last week. Last week, yeah. And uh, West Tigers beat Melbourne in post-contact, 4.98 to 4.14. Gee, you know what? You, you're, not just a, well, you're not just a pretty face. I mean, yeah. you, you've just pulled that out of your pocket. It's a shame that they, uh, the girls on the apps don't really appreciate that, do they? Sorry? The girls? The girls on the apps don't really want to talk about post-contact metres. <sighs> Well, maybe you should put some, you should start making some post-contact meters. <laughs> maybe we should make some contact. Yeah. Did you know on post-contact meters that they don't count? Sorry, negative? no, before we move on. Okay. So you're on a dating app, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm assuming you're single. Yeah. Do you have many matches? Uh, you know, you swipe, they cold. swipe and... Yeah, runs hot and cold. Runs hot and cold. Yeah. And how long, um, how long do you think the dialogue, the conversation... Uh, this, this is a sports show, but listen, it's a reality show too because our listeners would be quite some of them interested in this. Others not. They're not. They can turn off. How long would you have a conversation with a, with a girl once you've you've swiped on each other and you match and you strike up a conversation? Uh, there's only so long you can really do that. It's what, a, a day or do you know, is it going for a week or two before you actually meet? How, how does it work? Um, yeah, you don't want to be doing it for more than a week, I don't think. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I'm more, yeah, I don't want, I don't, I don't want to exchange yeah. small talk with someone I haven't even but met before. But I will before. say that. Um, let's get down to it. Let's get down and boogie. Let's have a, let's meet. Let's have a coffee or a drink. You don't want, and that's, that's a great example of why you don't want the people who are too quick to meet up. Why not? We're you busy probably, people. You probably want more of a, a screening process than just. Oh, you know. in case it's a wham bam. 
No, well, because or I've, a wannabe I've found wham, that um, that when someone wants to meet up straight away, they're probably a bit too probably a bit too much. You need that. You need a bit of balance. But I would probably lean towards do it a bit, get it out of the way a bit quicker. Yeah. Also, what's the worst that can happen? You know. No, exactly. No, I'd, story, I'd be like that too. Radio show, I guess. I'd, I'd like to do that too because you know you'll soon know if there's a if there's a spark. I'll yeah. know in five. I'll know in two yeah. minutes. In fact, I'll probably know before. Um, said person across the other side of the table opens said You got one's a good mouth. read. You told me straight away that I was no good. In what you, regard? You got a good, just the cut of my chip. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You got oh. a good read on people. Well, I must have got that wrong. <laughs> no, anyway, that's an interesting story. Nothing to do with sport, and that's probably five minutes we'll never, ever get back. Well, but it's the, interesting. We had a, it was a balanced segment because we had the post-contact as well. Post-contact, man. So, yeah. well, this is post-contact chat on dating apps. Pre-contact. Pre-contact, yes, pre-contact yeah. meters. Yeah. No, Post I can't contact. have it go on because I'm on there too. I'll be my our listeners know that I'm on there. Uh, no, I can't be talking for weeks on end. No, I'd like to have a chat for a day or two. Even if you've got some things in common, we well, let's let's get it out. Yeah. Let's meet, yeah. and then we know. And and what? Yeah, no harm in having a coffee, is there? We're grow, both grown adults. Yeah, I'm not. I'm more. I'm more beer or wine, but I oh, see. So I'm not. Yeah, that's no, certainly not dinner. No, no, no. You don't meet with someone you've never met before and go out for the whole the whole hog, right. the dinner. No way. Yeah. What happens you know, after five minutes, you want to get out of there and you've got to have the main meal. Do you know Bill and wine. Tony's in Darlinghurst? Who? Bill and Tony's. How are they? They're pretty good. They used to be hairdressers, didn't they? It's a bit it's a bit of a uh, it's a bit of an establishment in Darlinghurst. I'll right. go there. Well it's probably not my area. Yeah. So no, I don't venture into Darlinghurst very often. Yeah. You do? I'm there. I'm at dining house pretty often. I live there. Yeah. Okay. So what's it? A wine bar or something? It's an old Italian place. My dad used to take me there. I love Italian. Mm. My dad used to take me there before um, South Games. Nice. Many years ago. Like 20, a speakeasy. Twenty years ago. Mm. Yeah. They used to lose every week. Souths. Oh, yeah, it was bad. Well, I hope things pick up, dear friend, for you, South uh, supporters, and you. Um, not going great, but it's not no no room for panic. They're still getting uh, came, coming to grips with things. I'm sure they'll be fine. They'll be in the top eight. I think we know that, don't we? I reckon they'll be in the top eight for sure. But it's going to be tight. Might, might slide down a little bit from uh, where they were last year. That is to be expected. I've got another. You want to go to a break, don't you? I yeah. know you want to go to a break. Okay, we'll go to a break. I want to hear from Trent Robinson and James Tedesco when we return. Can we do that? There's also a couple of texts coming through here. Greenkeeping Rooster is listening too. I haven't even read his text, but we will do that too. Got a few things to clear. This is Higher Ground, a break, and back with more. Yes, it is. And congratulations to Sydney Roosters beating Manly Sea Eagles 26 points to 12. Victoria's victorious Roosters coach Trent Robinson is standing by, ready to speak. We can throw to him now. Trent, pre-game you spoke about physicality and aggression and for the first half hour especially it was on display and ultimately you won the game. Is that your assessment? Yeah. I thought we, you know, things we talked about during the week, um, we improved on straight away. So that's a really pleasing six-day six turnaround. You don't always get to practice what you want to do, but the, the discussions were strong. Um, you know, two things. I thought defensive pressure improved and, and, 
combinations um, and communication between the spine improved and, and we got the result there. You started Siwar and he certainly delivered 200 run metres. Um, yeah. Talk us through the decision to start him and your reaction to his performance. Well, just those, both those guys were a bit underdone. You know, obviously started Fletch last week, which is one of our sort of a younger forwards. So I needed to get Jazz or Siwar um, back ready to, to play. Um, and Siwa nailed it last week. So it was an easy choice to start one of our more experienced props. And he was outstanding again tonight. You know, I had to put him back on and then we had Satili come off and then Connor come off. So I had to leave him for a long period of time in that second half. And I could, he, you know, he could still be playing now. How are those two guys? Yeah, they were good. Yeah, just Connor's shoulder. Um, and then, yeah, Satili, you know, remembers everything, but felt sick, so obviously got concussed there. So he, you know, he felt, uh, um, yeah, a bit crook, sort of five minutes after. And the fact they strapped Connor's shoulder and he was in a position to return if needed suggests it's nothing too serious and maybe even an option for next week. Yeah, that's the that's that's the that was the, they said. Look, if I need him, then I they'll strap it up, and and we didn't need him. Um, but you know, obviously you'll have to go and have a look at it. Pretty good. Now, from the Joey Manu um, knee problem. Uh, yeah, it's obviously I, not that I know of. He looked okay. He had ice on it there, but I'm not sure exactly what was wrong with it. You spoke, sorry, you spoke about your spine clicking. It took just two minutes for Sam Walker to set up Drew. What, what impressed you most about Sam tonight? Obviously, last week struggled to get into the game. Uh, just busyness of play, you know, and the cut. Like if, if you play a lot then you can play a bit calmer about what you want to play at different times. I mean, he, got, he played the ball a lot tonight. These guys, you're not in a rush. If you don't touch the ball a lot, once you get it, you want to, you want to do something with it. Whereas if you touch the ball a lot, you've got time and, and you can pick and choose what you do. And I thought for the most part, for 60 out of the 80 minutes, that's what we did. Robert, do you think? I know we spoke about it yesterday, but do you think, like last week, his first game alongside Luke, it was kind of like a matter of how much does he inject himself and, and whatnot, whereas he almost looked more comfortable about the role he was playing tonight? Is that, is that a fair way to put it? Yep. Yeah, I think, I mean, that's why the, these guys, the five of them with, um, you know, Rads and, and Connor and Drewy as well, they, they all had really good conversations during the week. They knew which, whose role was which. Uh, and I think we saw that. I think Sammy ran it in midfield on the first play, got tackled. Uh, oh, sorry, on, on, on one of the first sets. And on the second set, he's, he's ended up setting up that try running again. Um, and that's that subtle difference on the 5-8 compared to the organisation of the half. I felt like they did that well. You actually just touched on it there, but I'm sad enough that I went and looked at how many times Drew Hutchison's ever played nine before, and that was the first time I think he's ever played nine as a start. What was the thinking behind moving him there and just getting maybe just another ball player on the field and, and where you need him? Yeah, he, uh, he played, yeah, first start. He played nine against West Tigers. He's played nine a couple of times off the bench. Um, but we thought with one interchange around um, that position it was supposed to be, it ended up being two, but... If we just use one interchange and then and then allowing Connor to come on and did, do what he does with the change of speed, that was that balance was going to be right. Do you think there was something to be said for obviously you mentioned having Victor Adley who's one of the best ball playing locks and then having those two sort of more dynamic hookers in the nine role as well and the way that you were able to move you know walk to one side, carry to the other and make those make that spine especially with Teddy as well like really sort of fluid. Yeah, we're, we're trying to work that out. That's that's what we're trying to do. We believe in those players. And then we're trying to get that, um, we're trying to work out what that's going to look like.
And so I said, every month we'll get better as a team and as a spine. Um, but we need to work out, you know, how all that fits with those different guys in the position. Obviously, we've got Sammy Verrills to come back, um, that traditional hooker role as well. So, um, yeah, we need to be, uh, yeah, we need to be aware each week of where we're at and make sure we keep um, building on the, the week before. Yes, it is. 26-12. Roosters beating the Sea Eagles at the SCG tonight. Uh, s- Gee, what happened there? You're off your game a bit tonight, aren't you? Over there. Just a reminder, Irish. just in case anyone forgot. Roosters 26. Uh, Manly. Manly Sea Eagles 12. 26-12, okay, at the SCG. And then earlier tonight at Cogra, uh, the Panthers held on to uh, beat a fast-finishing Dragons outfit 20 points to 16 and obviously then last night we had that cliffhanger didn't we in golden point storm 15 south sydney 14 so three games through 0457 736 736 that is the text line couple of texts to get through uh, the open line is still open uh, if you want to pick up the uh, the al capone and have your say 1300 01 1170 we're here till midnight i will be replaying some of the interviews hey. uh, from across the day um hey, as well um so uh, stick around for that as well in the back end of the show. Uh, Chris, I noticed that uh, Freddie and uh, Freddie Fittler and Greg Inglis were in Perth this week promoting Origin Game 2 yesterday. Uh, Freddie used the opportunity to speak in favour of expansion back into the West, uh, citing that the game would be better suited to have 18 teams and believes Perth is more than ready to rejoin the NRL. This is from Dan from Prairiewood. Um, he says there's nothing but upside by the ARL Commission venturing back to WA. New commercial opportunities for the game via membership, merchandise, sponsors, corporate hospitality, etc. And broadcasters will get a new time slot. Um, preaching to the converted, Daniel, thanks for that, mate. Uh, you go on to say, I know you don't need convincing as you're a strong vocal advocate for the expansion back into Western Australian market. Uh, I am. I would dearly love to see um, a team uh, back in the NRL from WA, from Perth. I think it's a big opportunity they're missing. Um, But the only time you hear about it, sadly, is uh, when there's something else on the agenda, i.e. promoting an origin game coming up this year in Perth. If they're so damn keen on Perth and taking origin there, why? Why on earth do it if you've got no real intention of uh, taking an NRL club back there or putting an NRL club there? I don't get it. I think there is, but any time you hear an 18th team, um, WA is, is down the pecking order. I don't know why. To me, as Daniel, you point out there, mate, it all adds up to me and it's tick, 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 boom. I just don't know why they won't pursue it further, um, but I would dearly love to see a team back in Perth. All right, off my soapbox. And also this one here from Green Keeping Rooster. We've had a chap on the phone and uh, a nameless uh, nameless chap uh, and sent text in about me calling them Manly instead of the Sea Eagles. Um, well, um, no apologies there. I'm sorry. Uh, I do call Parramatta. Uh, para and oftentimes and always will and have done since I was four um, and I haven't just referred to them as the eels um, uh, this one from uh, Greenkeeping Rooster just on the bloke who's having a go at you for saying manly instead of the sea eagles uh, stop sweating the small stuff champ there's worse things going on in the world than that 
Uh, keep up the good work, Chris. You're doing a great job. Thank you, my friend, Greenkeeping Rooster. Uh, yes, don't sweat the small stuff. Good book too. Uh, by the way, if you haven't read it, maybe I suggest you uh, go and get it, particularly the man called him before. Go and get that book. Don't sweat the small stuff. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the open line number. Uh, Chris is on the line. Good evening, Chris. Good evening, Chris. How are you, Chris? Fantastic name, brother. Are you Christopher? Ah, uh, yeah. No, I'm Chris with a K. Oh, <laughs> bit funky. What do you want to talk about, brother? I, Chris, I just want to say, mate, you don't have to make texts up just so you can go on a five-minute Perth rant. Uh, I didn't make that up, um, champion. I didn't make oh, that up. It's coming. Uh, look, listen, you got a problem with me wanting Perth back in the NRL? You, you got a problem with that? No, I don't have a problem with it. I just thought it was. No, it I wasn't feel like made every up. time in the higher ground, there's a, uh, there's a Perth mention in there. Well, I'm looking up, uh, Chris, Chris with a K, uh, Chris with a K, I'm looking behind me over my back shoulder, there's this uh, massive TV screen up here with my head on it, it says SEN 1170, it says higher ground, and little graphic underneath it, it says with Chris Warren, so uh, Chris with a K, I'll do what I want on my show, okay? Okay? No, no, that's, that's a good call, yeah, that's a good call. <laughs> where are you coming from, you're out, you're out and about, you're in the car, where, where have you been, where are you going? No, no, I've just, I've just knocked off work, doing the Lord's work, and I'm <laughs> there's a there's a lot of train track work in the city because of the lightning strikes. So I've had to walk about half an hour. Yeah, I will put you guys on. I put you two on. Us two clowns. And you guys are talking about online dating. So tell me, are you on? Are you in the game? Are you? Are you? Are you one of us? Are you an online dater? Oh. oh, absolutely. I mean, I don't go on many dates, but I've been on the apps for years. <laughs> yeah. All of them. You, even puppy lovers. Oh, true. Do you have a puppy? I uh, no, no, I don't. <laughs> yes, yeah, but uh, yeah, you, you know, Photoshop does wonders these days, Chris. But you know, um, Chris with a K, you know, you know, puppy lovers. The central premise of that whole dating app is for those that have puppies and share a mutual interest. So you're saying oh, you, you know, also I... borrow a puppy and put it in your profile? Well, I wouldn't borrow the puppy until it's time to date, time to meet up. I can definitely Photoshop photos into my images. Would you then come? Like okay. Would you then come clean that you've, you've actually um, misled um, your, your, oh, whoever I'm, you should meet? Ooh. Well, it depends. Like, I, yeah, probably not. We I would, would. I would definitely hire some puppies just just to get in and see what it's like. But I, I went on the app, and there was there's only about three girls on there. <laughs> Puppy lovers, and, now, and and two of them were fake. Two of them were fake. So. Oh dear, I, I dear. What, I had my settings. I don't know what I have the settings on. But, oh, listen, listen, this is riveting stuff, and I'm sure those that are single out there and on dating apps, and I tell you what, I reckon nine out of ten single people are on dating apps. I kid you yeah. not, right? Uh, we were yeah. talking about post-contact meters in the game of rugby league, which led us to this story about uh, pre-contact meters in terms of you've swiped on a girl and she's swiped on you, so you've matched. <laughs> what type of chat, I yeah. mean, pre-contact, before contacting, meeting them, how long does that chat generally yeah. go? Well, it depends because you either you, you do the silent ones, so just the quick, straight to the point, let's meet up for a drink. Wham, bam. That works sometimes, mm. but then the other times, you know, you really get to know them. You're putting days and days before you go. Slow burn. And, and I'm not sure which one's the best. I like the not talking very much because when you do meet them, you've got nothing. You don't know anything about them, so the conversation's a bit easier. Mm. Okay. Whereas if you've been chatting for seven days and then you meet up on a date, you nothing to say. Stuff about them. 
Nothing so to you say. Can't, you can't do the small talk because it's like, mate, I've been stalking you for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, let's get back on to sport. Who's your team, yeah. Chris? Well, I don't mind the Roosters. I thought the Roosters played really well tonight. Big improvement, the wasn't it? especially. I, what a great call from Trent Robinson to switch sides. Yes. Because he tormented them while he was on the field. And Taukeaho, a big game too, looking at some of his stats, as did as did Teddy. And uh, Hutchison and started. Which it do. Huh? Yeah, I didn't mind that Hutchinson starting because you saw when Connor Watson came on, he was dynamite. Line break straight away. He had his hand in the try pretty early on. Yeah, and he's, he's Chris. You're a you're an old you're an old dummy half. Western Reds. How would you like to come on after 20 minutes? What now? Like this? No, but I mean, just oh, saying, back in your yeah, time, the yeah. thing's gone out of the game. The middles are forward. They yeah, must, happy you must days. Be laughing. No, happy days. Well, Chris put scored in, you know, off. Put Drew Hutchinson out there. Chris with a C scored off the bench on debut. First touch. Oh, you've got a good memory. Oh, really? He Absolutely, did. yeah. He did too. Chris who who were you playing that day, Chris? Uh, Gold Coast Seagulls. Yeah, Gold Coast. Oh, up, how, up. Many, how many tries did they concede that day? Uh, not many. I tell you what, um, Tony Casado popped me the ball. I dived all of a metre over, but it still goes down as a meat pie. <laughs> I actually, oh, exactly. I replaced, people... I replaced Flano, Shane Flanagan. He got hooked, I think, oh. or maybe he got injured. Yeah. Yeah. And no, I went anyway. Yeah. yeah. That's a story for another day. Oh, well. Listen, I Chris, with a K, we, we could, we could reminisce about my, um, my <laughs> oh, wonderful, um, rugby league CV for as long as you, as you like. I wish you all the best, mate, with your dating. Yeah. I wish you all your best Thank with your you. fake, you too, Chris. with your fake puppies and, uh, to your roosters. Good luck for the rest of the season. Thanks for calling us. Thanks, guys. There is Chris with a case. So we, we, I tell you what, we talk, we talk some rubbish on this show. Uh, we are here till midnight. They management, they extended the show till midnight. So what do they, what do they want from us? Okay, they've given me extra time to talk some junk. So we will do that. But I want to take us back onto the serious road here now of, of higher ground. Uh, we're going to go back and listen to some of the interviews uh, from across the day. You'll be hearing uh, from Maddie Johns um, and his wife, Trish, as well. I believe she was on today. We're going to hear from a Sharky's boss, Dino Mezzatesta. That's ahead of the uh, the Cronulla and Parramatta game tomorrow out there. Um, I was going to call it Shark Park, but that would be incorrect. Points Bet Stadium. Uh, they're playing for the Johnny Manor Cup. He was on the station today as well. And uh, the one and the only Tim Sheens. It was a really good interview uh, this afternoon, this evening with uh, with Joel um, on, on the run home. So I look forward to... Um, going back and listening again to that. So stay around. Plenty more still to come. We're here until midnight. This is Higher Ground. Thanks, as always, for your company. Thank you to you as well, Mad Irishman, and to all those who have been part of the show. Until next time on Higher Ground, keep smiling.